What could one do with the vows which one made with an unclear mind and regret regretted it? It's a good question. Um, I normally answer this by saying that it's possible to make bad vows. I, I think that's the, the really the clearest answer you can give to this is that um, or the, the most important thing that needs to be said is that first and foremost if a vow is truly uh, immoral uh, impractical or improper unbeneficial then uh, there has to be room for breaking the vow I don't see any other way around it. It's a difficult thing to say because we don't want to encourage people to break promises. It's kind of a um, it's a disruptive practice to break a promise. Disruptive for your own mind, uh, disruptive for your own development of the ability to do what you say you're going to do. And disruptive for the other person who is then disappointed. But I mean, suppose you promised to kill someone, right? You made a vow that before my uh, before my twentieth birthday, I'm going to kill my parents or something like that. Some no, or whatever. I'm going to um, I'm going to rob a bank. Before I turn thirty, I'm going to rob a bank. And then you come and meet with Buddhism. Are you take for Angulimala, for example? Angulimala. I vowed to kill 1,000 people. So he killed 999, and then the 1,000th was going to be his mother, and then suddenly the Buddha appears. And he learns the Buddha, learns from the Buddha, learns the Buddha's teaching. And so then the question is, would you expect him to follow through with his vow? Even if he had promised, suppose he had promised to his mother that he would kill 1,000 people, or promised someone to do such a horrible deed. Promised to his teacher, this is what they say. Should he go through with it? I think the answer is no. So, I, I guess um, you have to do a a little bit of weighing there, and you'd have to f you'd have to somehow find a way to um, balance the unwholesomeness of the act and the unwholesomeness of breaking a promise. Um, because, well, the, it's, it's not, it, it doesn't seem to be technically or necessarily intrinsically immoral to break a promise. You can possibly, you, you can omit to follow through with your promise, one would think, without giving rise to an immoral mind state. Most people would feel guilty or worried about breaking the promise, afraid of breaking the promise. But one would think that it were possible to break a promise without an immoral act. It's, an, it's, it's not a nice thing to do, as I said. But it's fairly, it seems fairly low on the immorality scale, so you'd have to find uh, a balance. If, for example, you have uh you have married someone okay and you have this vow to to stay with them till death do we part 
yeah, in, in many marriage vows, there's the vow, till death do we part. And that was the traditional marriage vow. I don't know what it is now. But so suppose you made this vow. This is a problem that people come up with and come, come against, up against. Because then you find out that you're incompatible. Or you find out that you want to become a monk. And suddenly you've got a problem. So then the question is, well, is the marriage vow more important than the, uh, the, the conflict or more important than becoming a monk or, or for example so this is where it starts to get difficult where you can't draw a clear line you can't clearly say that keeping the vow is immoral or useless or so on I think for someone who's, who's intent on becoming a monk um, they or, or, or you know on the practice of the Buddha's teaching Um, that they 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 would very well break this vow if necessary, but probably in such a way. I'm thinking of the the the, the cases that you that uh, are on record. You do it in such a way as to make it clear to the other person what your plans are, that you can't possibly uh, continue with this life. You know, in fact, um, the one case that I can think of is the case of, of uh, Wisaka, the, the man who, whose wife was Damadina. And Wisaka became an anagami after he heard the Buddhist teaching. Now, he actually didn't break his marriage vow. He didn't go to become a monk. And it might have been very well because he was married. Um it might have been the marriage itself that stopped him because he said to her um, that if she wanted he would stay with her as uh, a brother and uh, look after her like, like as though she were his sister if she wanted to go and find an, another husband he wouldn't um, he, he wouldn't be averse to that he wouldn't stand in her way so, so he didn't actually break it, break the the promise, and this is where you would see that it's a little bit more difficult. But when it comes to some, to something like like the difference between be staying married and 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 becoming a monk, I would say in some cases you have to um, you have to kind of be realistic because a vow that is made in one state of mind. I don't see how it should be applicable to a state of mind that has realized that that state of mind was totally off off track. So suppose you make a, ma a marriage vow under the impression that getting married is the best thing to do, uh, the the best thing, to, the the best course of of practice of the best way of life. And then you begin to practice Buddhist meditation and you totally change your view of your outlook on life. Now, for what reason should you be forced to keep a vow that was made by a totally different person, by a person with totally different outlook on life? You know, once you totally change your outlook, or once you change the, the, the way, your way of thinking that led you to make that vow, um, 
you know, for what reason should you be forced to keep it? The, the of course the the concern is is for the other person, but I don't see it as an unethical thing to break a vow that was made under um, a misunderstanding. You know, this this idea that that uh, this or that this or that vow would lead you to happiness or um, was made just under ignorance without realizing the consequences. Suppose you make a vow uh, to, or, or you promise someone that you'll go to university, promise that you'll get a job, promise that you'll um, do this or do that, and, and, and then you realize that it's all useless. You realize that you're just setting yourself up for a life of slavery or, or a life of imprisonment in this rat race uh, world and decide or, or or simply realize that there's no point in that um so the question the, the 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 fact that those those um, vows those promises or or whatever they were were made under the influence of of ignorance what would we would call ignorance in buddhism made under the influence of wrong views wrong understandings made under the influence of attachments once those attachments disappear, I wouldn't. I would. I don't see a strong reason, anyway, to to keep the promises, even if it's there are expectations of other people, because I think it's a valid excuse to say I was ignorant when I made those vows, when I made those promises. I think that's a valid, from from my point of view. And I don't. I, I'm I'm couching this. I'm trying to be careful here because I don't want to encourage people to break promises, and I know it's unpleasant to have people break promises to you but I think for people who are on the other end they, they should understand uh, or they should be sympathetic with people's change of of ideas so I would like to say I would like to be able to say that a promise should be limited to um, the confines of the uh, state of mind under which it was made. So, if you still believe that marriage was is a good thing, but you want to get married with someone else, for example, or or whatever, if you can think of some some example where it's simply a matter of convenience or a matter of of irresponsibility, you know, uh, simply a, ma a matter of. Um, changing your mind or, or wanting to shirk your responsibilities uh, like suppose you promise to uh, to go and work for one company and then it turns out that uh, there's some perk for working with another company uh, then then you know generally we would expect people to keep their promise and and not followed after their desires or so on simply because they they changed their mind or or they something better came up for example if you promised and then you know, something else came up um you know in the same realm i would say uh don't don't be so quick to break your promises but if you realize later that a promise was a bad promise from my point of view i'm fully open to letting people encouraging people to break their promises uh, and 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 be careful not to make such promises in the future because it's not pleasant to have promises broken on you and it's not pleasant to break your promises either
anyway, no, I haven't ever answered that question, so uh, there's my sort of un, uh, not totally clear thoughts on it, so I hope that helps.